Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hello and welcome everyone to the Out of Spec podcast. I am your host today, Francie, joined with Kyle. This is uh, probably the first time you're seeing me, and I am new to the Out of Spec team, going to be running the podcast, covering anything and everything EV, EV interesting, and whatever you and I might find cool and exciting. Uh, today, we are looking into the GTI concept, the first ever electric GTI, the ID2 GTI, Kyle, tell me why we're covering a concept car when usually that's a no-go for us. Yeah, everyone knows I kind of hate concept cars, actually, because they're they're just, you know, these orbs of thought into what the future could potentially be, but never turns out to be. However, there has been a trend around the 2023 IAA Motor Show, which is where we are. I'm in Munich right now. Uh, and there's a whole bunch of car releases. This is typically when the German companies share all of their new stuff. So Volkswagen, Audi, Porsche, Mercedes, BMW, and they're all having huge announcements this week. Uh, and this is the coolest one. So um, the reason we're covering this on this podcast and a full video on out of spec reviews is because finally it's a concept that's going to make it to production. It's already been green lighted. And so I think we can take a lot of the interpretation of what we're looking at here and we'll get a pretty good idea as to what the series production model will look like in um, 2025, I believe, is when it'll uh, may basically hit the road. So, yeah, it's a it's a tiny hot hatch that's electric. It's everything I've been wanting in a car and it is the first ever electric GTI which I never thought uh, Volkswagen would put um, uh, a GTI badge on an electric car. I thought they were going to go with GTE, which is what they've done with their plug-in hybrids. So fascinating. What do you think? Of, what do you think about how it looks? First of all, off the bat, you know, it's uh, it's cute. It's um, sleek. I mean, th yeah, the wheels are great. Um, I like the style. I think it's you know not very flashy. It's 
to the point. It makes me, you know, hope that there's not too much uh, bells and whistles. But I mean, you're saying that it's everything you wanted in a car, in an EV, which is just, that's a grand statement. So why don't you tell me a little bit about why just off the bat, big picture, this, you're so happy with this concept. Okay. Well, first of all, I think we need to go back a couple concepts ago. And I don't remember if it was the last IAA or the one before it, but Volkswagen unveiled something called the ID life concept. And the ID life concept, I was like, that's my dream. It's basically, it looked like a G wagon shrunk uh, with like happy little lights on it. It was basically like a, it looked kind of like a Honda E. It was a box on wheels that was really cute. And the thing with Volkswagen is they've, especially with their design strategy going forwards. And I'll talk a little bit about how Volkswagen design is involved with this GTI concept. Um, they, they really have a couple like main themes that they're going for and being like super happy and super cutesy isn't really part of the future of, uh, you know, Volkswagen design. They don't want to be angry. They just need to be like stable and quite attractive and a little bit cheeky, but not anything like super duper happy. And because mostly Volkswagens appeal to everyone, they're very classless vehicles. They, you know, you can see my grandma driving a Volkswagen or me uh, and everyone in between, you know, that's just, they're supposed to be, you know, sort of okay for everyone. And uh, I think they scrapped the plans for that really cool ID life concept and really turned it into what is going to become the ID2. And the ID2 is, uh, you know, already confirmed for series production. We've pretty much seen everything on that car and it's just smaller ID3 and it's going to be a $25,000 car. It's going to be, uh, you know, fully electric. Of course, it'll have two battery pack sizes, 38 kilowatt hour and 54, something like that or 58 kilowatt hour, I think it'll have basically the ID3 small battery will be the ID2 big battery. And, um, you know, Volkswagen has really done uh, an interesting job so far with this MEB architecture, which is what all of their electric cars are based off right now. But for ID2, they've come up with this like I or MEB, I forget the exact term, but it's like MEB reduced or like this small version of MEB. And, I think they've they've kind of nailed it with this ID2. It looks really cool. I'll see if I can pull up a photo of the ID2 series production model right here. I'll go to let's see, world premiere of the ID2 all. Yeah, similar looking to this car because again, they're based on the same thing. So let me just pull up that screen so everyone can see what I am showing to everyone. Let's see, do 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 share and pull up one second. Add. Boom. So this is the ID2 all that basically started it all. And it's this right here. And it's a five seater, 450 kilometers of range. Yeah. On the MEB entry platform, it's got great lighting, really actually quite nice body lines, these quite aggressive hips and haunches. And, you know, the interior looks super cool. I mean, that is the coolest part of this car is the interior is fabrics everywhere. It's got the play and pause buttons. It's got this new steering wheel that looks really nice. And, you know, this looks great. It's going to be front wheel drive instead of rear wheel drive just for packaging and cost. And that's fine. It's a small Euro city hatchback. And when I saw this, I was like, bring it to America. And I think the reality of that happening is very low. However, with ID GTI, coming into the mix now, which is, you know, what we're discussing. Similar to Golf in the U.S., we only get the Golf R and the Golf GTI. I think 
they're going to bring it to the U.S. They tell me they won't, but I think I think they will. And um, I don't know. We, we don't have enough small, cheap, inexpensive electric cars, Francie, right? Well, I mean, what's going on with that? What's going on with that? I mean, yeah. I'm not sure if it's similar to like the portion sizes of the U.S. where we just got to go big, but... Uh, I mean, just looking at that off the bat, it does, you know, look European for those, you know, the smaller compact cars. Um, but you're right, we do need more options, especially if people are going to adopt EVs, um, more affordable one. And, you know, they don't have to be the Hummer EV. They don't have to be the Cadillac IQ. They can be a small, affordable commuter car that gets you from point A to point B and, uh you know, it has also impressive specs along the way. I think you can have that all in one package, but I'm not sure why they, you know, we haven't really taken it off here. Do you think it's just, they don't think that the American market will appreciate these cars as much as the European? Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with our safety regulations. We're actually harder to pass crash in the U S than, than in Europe. It also comes down to just, yeah, market what, what people are buying. Um, right now, you know, model three is a really hot selling car, especially with Highland just launching now. And that car's nearest makes no difference. 29 grand out the door. When you factor in credits, it's like how much cheaper and smaller do you want to go from that? And we also don't have this heritage, especially in Europe, of like this strong desire to drive European cars. And, you know, you drive around Germany and everyone drives a German car because they've always driven German cars and their family works in the auto industry that supports that car that was made. I think in the U.S. we have a totally different car buying logic. And I think actually automakers in general have just heard America and went, ah, no, we're not giving you the the hatchbacks or the small stuff. You just want big SUVs. And that's true for, I would say, the majority of the market. But there is a growing minority of the market that is interested in inexpensive, fun-to-drive, small, premium vehicles. And Mini was the first to capitalize on that in the modern sense. Um, and, and they sort of lost a little bit of the U.S., um, I would say, excitement. But now the new Minis were just unveiled and we'll have you know videos on those coming soon. And we're really heating up in this small uh, hatchback world. So on the topic of this GTI, let me walk you through how it was communicated, everything I've done with this so far. Um, very rarely does a design group get to lead the entire launch of a new car. And that's basically what's happening here is Volkswagen Design, which is a separate sort of organization within Volkswagen, um, was able to design this car alongside the ID2 all. So it was planned from the beginning and to basically go crazy, make it as as cool as possible without, you know, doing anything like GT3 RS big wings or stuff like that. It is a GTI through and through. And from a technical standpoint, it means we really don't have that many details on this. I mean, I'm fairly certain it's going to have the large battery pack from the ID2, the 58 kilowatt hour battery pack. It's going to be front wheel drive. And there's a lot of like neat little things that they're adding um, into this as well, which is like totally gimmicks left and right. For example, there's going to be a heritage mode where you can make it drive like a Golf GTI Mark One. And, um, you know, because it has adjustable suspension and the electric motor is infinitely adjustable and the boat and the uh, sound system is infinitely adjustable, they can actually put the old gauges on, simulate the gear shifts, make it feel slower. And they have like a retro mode, if you will, which is pretty interesting. So you can go from old school to, to modern. 
And uh, what's cool is I was able to go to Volkswagen Design in Wolfsburg at the factory last week, earlier this week, and film the car. So I was there firsthand. Now, the one that I filmed was like a clay model <laughs> because it's just a design exercise at this point. But everyone there was like, oh, no, no, we're going to make this thing. Like this has already been green lighted. It's happening. And, and we're in. So that's why I agreed to film the concept because it's actually going to happen and it's going to look like this. Okay, interesting. Because my question was going to be, did you just see it or did you get to get in and drive it around? But no, it was a clay model. It was a it was a clay model painted with automotive paint, uh, typical for these things, of course. And so, yeah, nothing... Um, Nothing out of the ordinary, if you will, for, for these types of situations. But one thing that I really wanted to dive into on this car was, was a little bit of like the design sketches and stuff, because we don't really talk about automotive design that much. And throughout it, I'll share some of the hardware stuff that I know as well. So let me pull up this and I will share the screen. Here we have the original Mark One GTI next to the new ID2 sketches. And Honestly, like looking really cool. I wish they did the circular headlights of the old ones in this Great. new design here. Yeah, I, I think that would have been that. way cooler. But on the interior, well, hold on. Let's see. What do we have here? We have interior, exterior, mostly interior sketches, I think. Let me walk you through all of these because I spoke with the entire interior design team who did these. And I gave some feedback up front. The, the first thing that I actually thought was a little bit gimmicky is... This little heart button is in the seat on the car. And it's right where it like if you're sitting in the seat, you go from your heart directly back and that's where they put it. And it has a light on it. And again, who knows if that will make it to series production, but it's supposed to like use sensors in the seat and the steering wheel and like this wearable device that tracks your heart rate and then you earn points. And I was like, why are you doing this? Like what, what, what do you need to know my heart rate for while I'm driving? Like my Apple watch does it. I'm like, don't make me buy, they said it would come with the car, but don't make me wear an additional accessory to track my heartbeat so that you can give me points in my game system on my car. I'm like, that's a bad idea. So instantly, yeah. what, what do you think about that? Is that stupid or what? I, I mean, I don't really see the point. It just seems like, yeah, another bell and, or whistle that is not necessary whatsoever. And I already have enough things, like you said, that are tracking so many things, things that I might not even be aware of. Let's not put another one into my car. Yeah, I thought it was pretty silly. And I'm like, if you are going to track my heart rate, just like make an Apple Watch app, right? And just send that sure. to the car because this already does that. So what's the point of tracking the heart rate? That's what I didn't fully understand. They didn't really have a good answer. They were like, well, you could like drive fast and have a low heartbeat and we'd give you an award on the screen that says you're the cool guy. And I'm like, that's stupid. So let's oh not do gosh. that. Oh my gosh. Wow. They're, they're having fun over there. That's for sure. <laughs> this, is, this is what Germans call fun. That was dumb. <laughs> and I told them that too. Like I, I was super raw with all my feedback with their team. They really appreciated it, I think. Uh, but anyway, then there was some great stuff. For example, the pedals are so cool. So typically in Volkswagens, you have a play and pause button on the pedals. And mm -hmm. here, because it's the GTI, you have a stop because it's bigger brakes. And you have a fast forward because it's more power. And so I thought that was, okay, fun, fun little touch there. And a then wink. on the, 
Yeah, yeah, cool. And then on the inside, uh, down in the center console, there's a whole bunch of, they call it power-up modes. And I wrote them down. I can't remember what they were, but they have like a, a, a silver mode is how the car starts up in. And I was like, silver doesn't mean anything to me. It should just be comfort mode. And then, um, then they have retro mode. That was cool. And maybe there'll be some sketches of those coming up. I explains that slightly. And then there's a red turbo mode where everything goes red, which looked like a little bit too much red um, to me. So they said you can customize it and turn everything down because like literally your head up display, everything went just bright red. And I'm like, eh, that's a bit much. But don't, also like, don't call it red turbo mode. There's no turbo on this car. I call it like red silicon carbide mode. I don't know. Make it something EV focused, um, you know, overclock mode. Give it some electric, you know, relative stuff. And then there's also a max boost function, uh, which shows me that they really don't want to run the motor at 100% power output for that long. Because if you're doing hot laps or track days, they're going to want you to be probably in that red turbo mode, which is like the one up from, from base. You'll get more thermal longevity. You can do Autobahn blasts, Nürburgring laps. There's a whole Nürburgring mode in here as well with like the track timer stuff. So it is really built for hardcore driving. That I appreciate that. But this um, boost mode is good for a launch here or there. But you will get earlier thermal derates is what it sounds like. Um, yep, here's some more of those images here. What do you think of the stop, fast forward instead of the play pause? That was my favorite bit of all of this. Yeah, I think it's a close attention to detail, a little Easter egg, um, and it highlights those features of the car. I think, again, it's them having fun, which I like to see in, in terms of the design, especially if you're coming out with something, um, you know, they had those concepts that didn't really come out, and hopefully this one is closer. So you can tell that they're excited um, and being creative. So uh, keep telling me how they've been creative. Yeah. So interesting things, um, again, starting off with the bad and then we'll get to the good, this square shaped steering wheel where it's curved on the out outer edges that I was like, that's not good. Who wants like No one likes that. I drove, you know, C8 Corvette has something like this where they have like an aggressive flat top and bottom wheel. And I was like, that is very awkward. I prefer a round wheel. If you get in any Porsche, which is the Volkswagen group, brands, you know, performance brand, at least they all have perfectly round, really awesome steering wheels. Put one of those on your GTI. Like they already know how to do steering wheels. Don't reinvent the wheel with this square thing, because it's quite awkward when you're trying to feed the wheel through your hand. If you have some lift off oversteer and you're trying to grab wheel, having flat right. surfaces bugs me a little bit. So I wasn't into that, but they did say they're working on some materials that could make it to series production where the center strip for the steering wheel um, can actually see through this sort of translucent, lightweight material around the outside of the wheel. Uh, and they can communicate different things with this uh, light in there. So I thought that was quite interesting. Um, they'll also have an option for completely red carpets in the car. I mean, everything GTI has always been red and they've just gone red to the max. Sounds like it. So you're saying that on the wheel, they can have essentially light showing through to send the driver a message. Yeah, or like a, you know, I would say like an upshift, but it's electric. So I don't know what they would do with it. But, you know, interesting, interesting things going on there. Here's the right. driver selector switch. The entire software system here is very mm -hmm. hexagon shape. And I think it paints a picture as to what the next generation UI is going to look like. Because the current generation UI is launching in ID4 facelift and IDC, ID7. Um for the U S market. And we have a new screen and it's like software 
four, I think, or five. I can't even remember what ID software we're on. But they said, this is uh, the next one after that. And they're like, it's a totally different interface. It's very, you know, singular layer, very Tesla-esque, if you will. And so um, that that seems like a good good upgrade to me, actually. So let's see what else we're looking at here. We have a seatbelt buckle. Okay. These are, again, just some design concepts. Right, this, uh, this, this right here, if I can go back, this is where they wanted to put that light up heart on the seat. And I'm like, that's not cool. But the seat design, look at this. That is cool, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm loving whatever they got going on over by this headrest. That, that looks pretty sick to me. Um, yeah, head up display. You can see they'll have lap timers and tracks in there. They do want this to be like a track day weekend toy for the new car enthusiast. Um, so I think that that's all cool with me. Um, that's what I'm into. Right. Uh, more stuff on the steering wheel. Let's see what other photos they have for us. Yeah, just lots of these things. But essentially, the interior is going to be the same as the ID2 all, just like typical GTI stuff, extra ambient lighting. And they really showed me some amazing displays that I'm not able to, or I wasn't able to take with me. And what they're showing here isn't really as cool. Um, yeah, okay. So just, just more interior design sketches. All right, we're back to the beginning, I think, maybe. Yes. Um, now this looks pretty cool. Again, I showed you what the you know close to series production model is going to look like right here. This is the car that I filmed. And what I think is interesting is they're calling it the ID GTI concept and not the ID2 concept, GTI. Why do you know. think there's, a, yeah, a differentiation? Yeah, that, that makes no sense to me because they've always had the Golf GTI. It's never just been GTI. And there have been many models of GTI, many models of R. So I'm not sure what that's really all about. Uh, but but I can say, like, it looks incredible. It has so many details that harken back to the old school days. There's lots of little air management uh, tweaks on it as well. There's, you know, it's really a design exercise. I'm not a design guy. So when I read through the press release, I'm like, okay, technical bits. That's me. <laughs> and so there are some technical bits. My guess is this gonna, is going to have somewhere around 200 horsepower, 230 horsepower. I hope it has more, but again, it's just front wheel drive. But that's just mm -hmm. a pure guess. That's not based on any numbers. Uh, so it's going to be way spicier than ID2 all. It's going to have a limited slip front differential, which is huge because that really will take the heat and the stress away from the brakes trying to transfer the power over. So I'm a huge fan of limited slip front diffs in spicy front wheel drive cars. It's going to have lots of regens can be tuned with different ESP modes so that you can actually slide it around and do stuff. And they'll let you back off the safety systems. There will be a built-in um, track map in the head up display to show your position on the map. And they even say they're going to do like, maybe they'll have like an ID spec racing series, but they'll show you where other ID twos are on the same track. Wow. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I don't know if that'll make it to, to series production, but I just love how, okay, like they're really focusing on the performance bit here. Right. By the way, um, the letter I in GTI always stood for injection. It now stands for intelligent. So yeah, they had to come up with something last minute is what I expect happened there. Okay. But uh, yeah, 20 inch wheels, 245, 35, uh, 20 uh, inch wheel uh, option there and tire size. 
It's a 102.4 inch wheelbase, 161.6 inches overall. So it's actually just slightly longer than the ID2 all. And I think that's because of the extra bumpers, stuff like that. And um, yeah, I think it's, it's pretty much green lighted. I can't say for sure. I don't think they've said like, oh, we're a hundred percent making it, but to me, it sounds like they are, they wouldn't be making a big deal of this if it wasn't. Um, yeah, let's see. Distinctive wheel design, such as the Pirelli rim from the Mark one golf GTI and the, and they also have a Denver rim from the golf GTI Mark five. They have eight double spokes and a striking circle of eight openings on the inner surfaces. Okay. We can see that there. That makes sense. I'm just cruising through the press release to make sure I didn't miss anything here. Yeah, um, totally. We got the light up thing on the steering wheel. We have, um, Let's see, golf ball shifter is for the multifunction GTI experience because the shifter is on the steering column. Mm. Yeah, 12.9 inch infotainment uh, screen. There's 45 watt USB C ports, which is okay, but Tesla is now doing 65 watt USB C ports. So they should up those to match. Mercedes is killing everyone at 100 watt USB C ports. Um, they have a 230 volt, at least in the in the uh, EU, full power socket though. So that's great to have in there. So you'll have some vehicle to load functions. And that's about all we can share. Not many details yet. There's a 60-40 split in the back. The whole front seat folds down as well. All the same features of ID2. All just GTI'd. And I love it. Honestly, uh, you know, details aside... If Volkswagen can truly make this car spicy enough and like fun and tossable and like a GTI used to be, then I think they've got their mojo back. You know, because Volkswagen's been a little bit boring, especially after Dieselgate. Like, oh, you know, like every, you know, they just went super conservative on everything. So yeah. now they're like spicing it up again. Having some fun again, getting creative with the design. Um, it seems like it's even a little gamified uh, and, you know, track oriented it sounds like truly a fun concept um it's awesome to see how excited you are about it <laughs> and yep. hopefully yeah it comes to production and you get a chance to get behind the wheel or me yeah well certainly you know it, you'll be doing stuff like that and doing you know all the out of spec goodness that we've always been lucky enough to have the opportunity to do i want to pull up the photos that i had again but i can't freaking find them where are they do, 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 do. Here we go. Boom. I think that should share it. There we go. So there's me with the car. My favorite angle is this right here. This looks incredible. That wheel, that wide arch, the arches are wider than on the ID2 all. I would take that GTI badge off the door because I don't want people to know what I'm driving. The wheels are next level. The air skirt, the, 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 what do we call it? The air scarf at the bottom, the little lower, um, Gosh, my brain is going crazy. It's 1.12 in the morning as I'm recording this with you. Uh, but anyway, all of the underbody stuff looks really nice and aggressive. The back end of this car is particularly spicy as well. Let's see if I can pull up a photo of the back end. There we go. That is a good-looking rear end on a hatch. And honestly, we've needed a hot electric hatchback because the Mini Cooper SE was lame. It wasn't that fast. It overheated way too quick. And like, what else did we have? ID3 never came to America. That was never that hot anyway. I'm driving one this week. It's like a great car, but it's not a spicy car. And so yeah. I think like if Volkswagen can nail it, this is the ultimate daily driver right here. You don't need anything more than this. I hope. 
but I really hope they get the, the technical stuff right and the chassis stuff right. I hope they make it spicier than we're expecting. They need to stop being so conservative on the power figures and just juice this thing, put a super aggressive suspension in it, massive brakes, and make it what a GTI electric should be because, um, dang, this is going to be really cool. It's not going to be 25 grand like the uh, ID2 all is going to be. It's probably going to be 35, 40 grand, I would think. But again, when you're getting something this special and this low production, I would guess people will spend the money for it. So that's the ID2 GTI, Francie. Thanks for walking us through it, that, Kyle. Um, I know that we're going to touch on some other things you see this week or your time in Germany on the podcast. So y'all make sure to uh, listen in and uh, tune in and we'll make sure to keep bringing this news back to you. Um, yeah, this was a spicy concept as you love to say and thanks for walking me through all that you saw of course yeah i mean i think um, we have some cool videos coming up that we can't talk about at the time of this recording or even when this goes live but stay tuned to this channel because we got a lot of releases a lot of crazy stuff i'm seeing everything i'll share my impressions firsthand and of course francie's handling all the behind the scenes stuff so thanks for watching another episode of the out of spec podcast we are out. See you soon. Bye-bye.